Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough. How's it going, Bren? Eh, it's going alright. Could be better, could be worse. Well, I went to the test the other day, so just nothing's good there. Uh, oh, no, so I just mostly had a better. feeling. <laughs> yeah. Going to the dentist as an adult is never fun. Nah, and I haven't gone in like two and a half years because of the move and everything. Um, and like, he said, like, oh, you gotta get the wisdom teeth out. It's like, yeah, I knew this was coming. Like, as soon as I got a new dentist, they'd say that. Because um, they're not bad, but it's, you know, they're still in there. Um, and then the other one, it was, he was like, oh, you got a little cavity right here, or big cavity, and it's underneath a previous cavity. So it's just like, oh. Yikes. Yeah, it's where, like, the filling is on top. So on the top, it seems fine, but then underneath, it's, like, hollowed out, basically. So that like, doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, so that's going to be expensive and dreadful. Oh, man. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Meh. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is a video game podcast for anybody who happens to be new. Um, each week, we just basically have a casual discussion about what we've been playing lately, and that's how we're going to start this one off. Uh, Bren, what have you been up to these days? Have you had a chance to play many video games? Uh, here and there, it's been surprisingly busy. Um, mostly teeth related for me. Um, what is it? I tried, started Bayonetta 2 last night. So I maybe got like, uh, maybe like two hours or so into that. But when I looked it up online, I said it was like nine hours to beat. So I'm almost done. Um, oh, damn. I don't know. It, it's still very much the beginning, but I can see how it just like flies by. Yeah. Um. So that's so good. Still ridiculous and over the top. Uh, reteaching myself how to play because I played the first one on PC. So the controls are very different now on Switch. Definitely. Uh, but uh, what else is there? Smash. Still playing a lot of Smash. Trying to get go with the bullshit zoner characters that everyone hates fighting against because apparently I'm good with them. Yeah, uh, uh, last time we spoke, I was asking you about how the online play was and you said you didn't really get a chance. Did you delve into that a little more or not really? Oh, yeah, I've gotten a chance of it. It's fucking garbage, like everyone expects Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just curious of your first-hand experience. Yeah, that sounds... Uh-oh. It's, yeah, especially with, like, being in a major city where I'm at, and I would expect, you know, more Switch players than average. Like, there are more local people here than most places. Um, it's still... I don't know where it's connecting me to, but the connection's just awful. I don't know if that's, like, the internet here. Probably internet everywhere is terrible. Um, but, like, yeah, it's... It's hit or miss with some matches. Sometimes it'll be feeling pretty good, and then it'll just pause for a few seconds to reconnect. And then other times it's just laggy throughout. Um, maybe a handful of actually like, oh, this is decent like plays or connections. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's been it's been real bad. I I really don't play it online if I can avoid it, and I think that's why it's getting kind of stale for me now. Because, but yeah, it, online play sucks. Okay. And the World of Light, the story mode, it's kind of like, oh, you beat the guy. Oh, there's another one. And it's basically like everything you did, just do it again now. It's just like, <sighs> okay. like Yeah. The story modes, it's not great. But it's also a fighting game, so there's not much varying gameplay. Yeah, I'm sure so. it's fun on the first playthrough, but not enough to do it all over again. Oh, God, no, it's way too long to do it twice. I can't right. imagine anyone doing that. Um, but yeah, still good. I'm... I'm Getting used to uh, Baby Bowser and Duck Hunt, because <laughs> apparently I just hate everybody and want to play the shittiest characters. 
Yeah, I have no, I haven't played yet and I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. I, I don't, my characters in previous smashes were like Marth and, uh, Kirby, especially. I love playing as Kirby and Jigglypuff. Mm, okay. I think Kirby feels, I don't know if he's not, if he's like nerfed at all or it's just his moveset really hasn't changed too much throughout all the games. So it just feels the same, but he feels weaker in this one. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty much my go-to. The sword fighters, though, they're on top notch because that's half the roster now. It's yeah, a fucking fire emblem. Um, <laughs> so it's cool, but like, I'm just annoyed that I honestly think about half the characters now. Their down B uh, special move is just a counter. So if you hit them while they're doing it, they reflect it, and that's probably half the characters. Almost all of the sword fighters, except for Link. Okay. So that's kind of just annoying because it seems to be the go-to default move now that's the same for everyone yeah but yeah it's all right uh and then uh overwatch every now and then i don't know why i hate it but i was gonna say are, are you really giving it another chance i mean like if someone's like no overwatch ever again it's canceled you can never play it's like all right and then they're like <laughs> what do you want to do to kill two hours i was like uh overwatch but I'm, it's exclusively the mystery heroes, where when you die, you come back as a random hero, and you can never pick them. Um, I, I can't tolerate the game outside of the randomness, because it's just, the it, it makes the, or the nerfs and buffs okay, because it's not people choosing the overpowered characters, or the broken characters. It's just yeah. the luck of the draw. So it feels better than like any other mode for me, because everything else is just so annoying. Gotcha. Yeah. But I think that's about all I've been playing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I I haven't been playing too much other than what I've already been like uh, diving into. Um, a lot more of uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. In fact, I have all eight badges now. I've made a shit ton of progress. Uh, most of my Pokemon are like level 50 or so. Um, there is some cool news there. But one thing I want to mention that we brought up on a previous episode i was saying how you can have pokemon outside of their pokeballs following you around and stuff mm -hmm. and i said i caught a snorlax and i was saying i'm not sure if certain ones you you're not able to do that with and you mentioned that no you saw screenshots of like snorlax walking around with uh the player and like eevee or pikachu attached to his belly that's exactly what happens if you take him out of your pokeball and ah. it's so fun you can like literally stroll around like the world as snorlax this giant creature <laughs> with these characters attached to his belly and it feels so i don't know just jolly and fun and uh, at certain areas if it's like too tight a squeeze it'll like kind of t uh transform just to the character and uh no pokemon around so but it'll like go back and forth so for the most part you can travel everywhere as snorlax unless you're going inside a building so yeah, yeah it's absolutely amazing and i love that feature of the game you can uh fulfill your uh to my neighbor totoro fantasy <laughs> pretty much uh and i remember we were also saying that there's really in the early pokemon games one opportunity to catch a snorlax i ran into another one and i was like huh i wonder if there's two of them it was just another one that was like blocking an area and i had to use the pokey flute so i'm what i i don't recall if that's like in the originals or if they just decided oh well people might have missed the first go round. let's give them another chance it wasn't in the originals but i think that might be it because he was one of those where it wasn't a legendary Pokemon where there's only one in all existence. It's just there's only one in the game. Yeah. So it became on par with a legendary Pokemon. But like, so but yeah, there's plenty of people who just defeated it and killed it and didn't think twice and realized like, oh, no, that was my one chance of getting them. 
Exactly. Um, so I think it it is that because now it's just like it's since it is an updated version of the game that are like we can address this and make it so the only truly one of a kind ones are the one of the kind ones. That would make sense because there are lots of other improvements. It's just the better Pokemon game if you want to relive that experience. It's great. And mm-hmm. speaking of legendary Pokemon, I was – well, even when I was trying to capture the Snorlax, I'm like, oh, man, I only have Ultra Balls. I don't remember in the game when you get a Master Ball. I progress Silf through the Silf? story. Yeah, exactly. Or so Silph Company? That's yeah, I think it's company. Uh, I skipped that whole town. Like for some reason, I was oh, just like, I played the whole game, and then it was like, oh, well, oh, you well, should have, you should have this badge. And I look back, I'm like, oh, that's the one. And the reason yeah, is because it's a psychic gym leader. Th- there's a couple different like order of operations you have to go through in order for like Team Rocket to be outside of there. And yeah. I'm sure they were there the whole time. I just like skipped by it, but it actually worked out in my benefit because. Uh, I was like a higher level and like took things on like it was a breeze essentially mm-hmm. uh, taking on like Giovanni the leader of Team Rocket and <gasps> saving Sylph Company it was great spoilers what? oh gosh is that a spoiler it was, no what the game is like it? 25 years old that's what I was gonna say yeah it's it's Absolutely all good not. <laughs> uh, you fight Giovanni like three times too and I beat him all three times and he every time he's like I'm the best and I'm like clearly you're not uh Get but by child that uh so I I eventually found the area where you encounter Articuno. And that's the thing. I It literally must have been 100% muscle memory because you have to go through this dungeon and do a whole, like, I don't know, move these blocks in a certain way to, like, drop them through a series of holes in the ground to then block off this area so the water current isn't as strong. Because if you try to swim to where Articuno is initially – uh, the water current's too strong and it just like blasts you to another area and you're like, fuck, it's, I, I need to do something. And it's just like a little puzzle to solve. And like I said though, like muscle memory just took over and I was like, before I knew it, I'm right in front of Articuno and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. And I only <laughs> have like fucking maybe 20 or 30 ultra balls. And I'm like, I don't have a master ball. This is insane. How am I going to pull this off? I saved right before attempting. I'm like, let's just see how it goes. And on my very first attempt, I got him with an ultra ball. Not the not the very first like throw, but like it was a whole my first attempt at first like without battle. like yes, exactly. No, yeah. I didn't have to turn the game off and reload or anything. Uh but it took a long time. I was barely I was down to like the last few ultra balls I had. I used all my uh wow. different berries and stuff to try to like slow him down and mm-hmm. it was a whole fight and I was really uh, like pessimistic that i didn't think there was any chance i was going to get him and then when it happened i was just like yeah i was just screaming thinking (laughs) this is great because i don't know it's just such a hard pokemon to catch traditionally so the fact that i got it and it was like a level 50 and at that point that was huge for me so that's now in my regular pokemon party and I'm, i'm feeling really good about that in fact after we get off the call here uh, I intend on looking at going after Zapdos. We'll see if I have any luck there. But yeah, in beating the Sylph Company, I did get the the Master Ball. Apparently, there's only one. I thought yep. for some reason, looking back, I thought you could buy multiple ones, but I I was wrong. There might have been a glitch in one of the older games where you can get like yeah, you can get like 99 of an item, and you always did it with the Master Ball because it was a guaranteed catch. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I think I'm going to save the Master Ball for if I encounter Mew or Mewtwo or whichever. Uh, and I'll try to see if I can get Zapdos with a Ultra Ball. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's so far, it's just an absolute blast. And I'm looking forward to taking on the Elite Four. In fact, as a child, I know I got this far in the game, like past like uh, Seafoam and Cinnabar Islands. 
Uh, but I don't know if I ever really did beat the Elite Four. So this could be like really cool to just finally like accomplish that and be like, well, that one's in the books. <laughs> I mean, do, do you remember fighting the person after the Elite Four? No. In fact, I remember getting okay. through a couple of the Elite Four. I don't know if I beat all four of them, though. It's it's such a hazy memory. That was so long ago. Huh. I mean, it only gets harder because I, I think with the first one, they understood the type advantages and stuff. I mean, it was in the game. Yeah. But I feel like after the second game, they really start highlighting those uh, advantages and disadvantages with the types uh, with the Elite Four. Because I think it was... Oh, man, I forget. It's like It's like... Ghost and Ice and Steel and Dark, I think maybe in the second one, or Dragon. And it's like abilities that are rare that a lot of Pokemon in that game don't have. So when you go up against them, they hit really hard against certain types and just right. decimate your team. Damn. Yeah, no, I this game is kind of, you are overpowered with an Eevee and uh, certain moves are ridiculous, like Glitzy Glow and Bouncy Bubble. Ooh. I remember having what? Matt Owen... Uh, there are these special moves for Eevee specifically. He, uh, when we had Matt Owen on uh, for the New Year's episode, he was explaining to people, if you want to get this game, get the Eevee one, because uh, Eevee has this uh, move set that Pikachu does not, that are all these like super overpowered moves. So there's like a bunch of different ones for each elemental uh, ability. Oh, that's not fair. It's kind of not, but it's great. <laughs> You're just kind of like not one-shotting things, but it really does help. But I mean, that's what I meant with like the... Type advantages, because I don't even think... No, Ghost was a type, but it was only Ghastly's uh, line. But, like, Dark wasn't a type yet. Um, and I think maybe there's only, like, ten water Pokemon. There's some Pokemon that are just very few of that type. So the yeah. fact that you don't have it, or someone who's good against it, is what made the Elite Four so hard. So yep. if you just give one Pokemon that can do everything on command, like, that's It's pretty much unfair. the case. No, yeah. it, that's how it is. Um, one thing that I do need to correct him on though, I remember I was talking to Matt and we were, I was explaining how I was frustrated that my Eevee can't evolve. Like the Eevee you start the game with is just stubborn. He's going to remain an Eevee no matter what. And it was like, God damn it. Uh, he, he was saying that there's not a real plethora of Eevees either. So to like get the other ones is going to be, I, I think he said it, you, you can't do that. And one night uh, during this weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to set out to do that. I pulled up the Pokédex, uh, checked out the habitat of Eevees. There's like this certain stretch you can do it. And if you use the item Lore or Super Lore, it will like attract more Pokémon to uh, generate around you. And in the tall grass of this one stretch of road, I was encountering a ton of Eevees, and I was capturing a bunch of them, and then went to the town where you can buy the different elemental stones, and I evolved... Basically, all three of them, the ones I wanted, Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon. So, I have those in my Pokemon box, but I'm not sure if they're going to be part of my regular party or not, but it's just good to have and f fill out my Pokédex a little more. That's one thing that I do have to complain about, and it's it's not, not a problem everyone has other than me, is I don't have friends that have a <laughs> Switch that probably play Pokemon in this area. In fact, at my age, it's like, I should ask if any of my friends have kids that are yes. playing Pokemon and be like, do you guys want to trade? Nephews. Because there's certain Pokemon only evolve if you're in a trade. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, fuck, those are the ones I'll never end up seeing. And I'm like, that that's frustrating. So <laughs> maybe I'll encounter someone who has a Switch or we'll see. You and 10-year-old Brendan have a lot in common right now. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I know, it sucks. <laughs> it, it, I always hated it too because there was never... It encourage you to play with other people and you can do the battle link and do all that. 
But um, there are people in the game, like NPC trainers that will trade you Pokemon. Yeah. And it's never one of the Pokemon that evolves with training. <laughs> so he's like, hey, do you want my Voltorb? It's an, it'll turn into an Electro. It's like, no, I don't want a Volport, uh, Voltorb. No one likes Voltorb. No, his weird eyebrows. Oh, it's just an angry Pokemon. Like, how do you explain that to children? And like, all right, so God is a giant Pokemon, and he created a Pokemon that looks like a man-made device. Oh, I know on a previous episode, I, I said I caught a Mr. Mime. Just recently, I caught a Jinx, and it was very uncomfortable. I was like, <laughs> what is this? And why? It does not age well at all. I feel like they should just, like, swap them out. <laughs> I I love working in a big, like, office now because there's a ton of people, you know, different ages and all that. And there's some people who just have no idea what Pokemon is or just never got into it. And just every now and then when it comes up, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me show you the weird ones. Yeah. It's just pulling out Jinx and Mr. Mime. Even when the Pokédex pulled it up, it was just like, yeah, this is a human-type Pokémon. <laughs> I was like, no. No, thank you. Um, it only gets worse with the later Pokédex entries for, like, the Dark-type and Ghost-type Pokémon. Like, one of it is just, like, the souls of undead children gather in the woods and form this Pokémon. And it's, like, a ghost tree Pokémon. And it's just like, oh, I'm harvesting damned children. Like, the souls of the damned. No. It's just like, this is weird. That's dark. Um, uh, it's all those Pokedex entries for the new ghost types. It's great if you want a weird uh, creepypasta to go down. Oh, God. Um, but I do look forward to beating the Elite Four. I guess I'll keep you guys posted there and what Pokemon I end up using to do it. Um, oh, I did get a Blastoise, too. That was like another highlight of me playing recently. I was like, hell yeah. Um, well, I got a Squirtle and evolved into a Blastoise. Yeah, it's like yellow, isn't it? It's based off of Pokemon Yellow, so you can get all of the original three starters, right? Yep, absolutely. I haven't encountered a Bulbasaur yet, but I know there's someone in the world that I have to go back to that it's like, oh, if you capture this certain amount of Pokemon, I'll give you this Charmander. And at that early point in the game, I didn't have enough, and now I know I have. I'm like over 120, maybe. Or no, I've seen 120, maybe caught like 100, so I've caught a shitload and I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to wrapping that one up. I still am playing Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, and I have yeah, a shitload of thoughts on this one. Oh, fact, God, I, like, here we go. I spit it all out uh, in like our Slack because I'm like, I'm going to forget all this <laughs> shit. And it was frustrating. And okay, it's basically Dark Souls. All right, no, uh, I feel like... That's an what, insult to Dark Souls. No, I wonder what difficulty i set myself out on on the beginning in fact i'm thinking about restarting this game like just starting fresh and putting the difficulty on easy just so i can blow through the story and know what the fuck happens and in time for kingdom hearts 3 because i'm running out of time here bren and i'm sweating (laughs) um but it's not it doesn't seem like it's too crucial but there it does seem to be filling shit in um i I don't know that's the one i played on mobile and i fuck if i know it's all right so i Ah, it's, I, I'm not, it's my, I, I want to say it's my least favorite so far, but it's really hard to be worse than uh, Chain of Memories because that game is just absolute trash. But I still, there was story there in there that I enjoyed that it was like, okay, just make Chain of Memories a movie. Don't put me through this bullshit. Um, uh, but that's the thing. The, the reason I even compare it to Chain of Memories is because it's not a traditional combat system. It is more or less like card based, like you, uh, control a command deck and you have to like pick which attack cards and uh, magic cards and item cards you're going to have in your deck. And it's just like a whole new like thing to learn and adapt to. And that's my like major complaint with Kingdom Hearts is like find a system 
and stick to it. And all these different offshoots and stuff, like they throw in such a curveball that it's just like, it's a whole new experience. And I'm like, you guys are making it so different that it's like, like pushing me away as a fan that I'm like, (laughs) it's just so no consistency whatsoever. And it's like, absolutely just killing me. Um, and then there's also like weird things in there. One thing I have to throw out was, uh, th- I, f- maybe it was, I forget what it was called exactly, the gameplay mode, but it was like command something. And you go in and it's basically like a Mario Party mini game within a game of Kingdom Hearts. So oh, you're playing yeah. as like Aqua Terra and Ventus, like on this like board game, like rolling dice and moving around and like trying to gather points to like meet some criteria and then win that game. And I was just like blown away that that even exists. I was like, what is the point of this? I played a whole round just to do it and I did end up winning, but I was just like, why is this in here? Uh, but it, it, it was fun, but I just don't really understand the purpose of it. Maybe there's some reason and you have to like, it's, oh man, I can't imagine trying to get a platinum for that. Cause I'm sure they like include <laughs> like, oh, you gotta do everything possible on this fucking board game within the game. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I think, I don't remember for sure. I think there was a bigger reason for it, but I think it was a, an easy way to get, uh, like items or, uh, whatever, you know, things you're collecting. And yeah. it, was, it was meant to be like, oh, if you get tired of the main game, here's a mini game you can play for a while and like grind away. It's like, well, if you get tired of the main game, you put it down and walk away for a bit. So yeah, that makes sense because this main game is really frustrating if you have it on a high difficulty. And I'm playing Astera, like I mentioned, so he's just clunky and just like strength based. Uh, it. I'm struggling with some of these bosses, and that's why I was saying earlier it's like Dark Souls, because I must have chosen a really high difficulty level, because these bosses are just one shot, two shot killing me. It's like, they're, oh my god, Brent, it's so frustrating. I was uh, live streaming some of of it, and actually a few people were stopping in. Uh, Adam from Press Continue stopped in, and he said, I gotta go, because the camera is making me motion sick. I was like, oh god. So yeah, I guess if you're not used to that type of gameplay, I can understand that. But I just kept getting my ass handed to me by this one uh, heartless, like, enemy where, like, you're fighting as you encounter Aqua and Ventus. And you all three of you team up to take on this, like, giant boss in the Radiant Garden. And holy fuck, Aqua and Ventus are useless. Like, they don't, they barely help you at all. And you do all this work just for him, like, at the very end of, like, killing off, like, this heartless, like, he'll just, like, do this bullshit move where he sends like a million lasers in every direction and i have like footage or like on the vod of me just like getting to the very end of this boss i've been playing this for an hour straight like this is my probably like 20th attempt to take him down i'm gonna (laughs) do it i'm gonna do it and then it does like something literally unblockable bullshit like move that i was just like you've got to be kidding me but i did persevere and beat him but like and then now i'm currently stuck on a guy called brag and I was just <laughs> curious, like, to think, I know, what a stupid Break. ass name. He's like the fucking original person, uh, non nobody form of Zigbar, one of the organization Jesus members. Christ. And I, I could tell just by, like, who he looked like. I'm like, this is Zigbar's anti nobody or whatever you want to call it, like, normal person. Uh, so I don't know. The game, it's challenging as fuck. I'm getting, like, uh, I don't know upset of how hard how, how much i'm struggling to the point where yeah i might even consider i don't know i have probably like five or more hours into this game and i might just start from square one just to put the setting the difficulty on easy just so i can blast through it because as of right now i'm getting my ass handed to me and i i'm a dumbass for picking like proud or whatever difficulty i chose because i shouldn't have 
at, at every sentence, I just felt like saying, welcome to Kingdom Hearts. The yeah. useless NPCs, the bullshit boss mechanics that are unavoidable, all these crazy gooba-gobby names. Like, it's just, everything's absolutely terrible. It, yeah. It, but and it's Stockholm Syndrome. It, it's got you locked It in. really is. Well, and that's the thing. These characters I don't care about yet, but I feel like if this game had a normal combat system where I could just, like... I don't know, heal my character without having to scroll through a whole, like, uh, cycle through these options of cards you have. And, like, it just adds a whole nother level of stress and you have to be really fast on, like, clicking your controller. It's just very comp- overly complicated. And I feel like if it was Kingdom Hearts 1 gameplay style with these characters, I'd be breezing through the game, having a good time saying it's one of the best games ever. And it's just, it's just new characters and they, they don't have to touch the existing combat play at all. But instead, they just throw a whole new system at you and expect you to adapt and be like, this is it. And I don't know how people have adapted so far without complaining and being like, it's nothing like previous games. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people were complaining because you complain about everything. It's the internet. But I also don't think Square Enix ever intended anyone to play through all of them within like a year and a half. So maybe you're... Um Annoyance in the minority. With having, well, annoyance with having to relearn and like unlearn the muscle memory of certain controls because you have to be. It's just so reactionary based that you have to just react to it without thinking. Yeah. Um. It, you do train yourself into that mindset, whether you realize it or not, with these games, and the fact that you have to like untrain yourself and then retrain yourself on a di- slightly different way of doing it uh, might have a tad bias to them. But yeah, it is annoying how every combat's different. It really is. So that's where I'm at with that. I it sucks. I really might just start all over and just do like a <laughs> easy mode like blow through. And in fact, that's my strategy when I get Kingdom Hearts three. It really sucks that that's what I'm gonna do. But I do not want this game spoiled. Yeah. So I'm gonna get that game, set it on easy, and just play through the story just to know what happens. And then once I beat it, play it again on proud mode or whatever is available and like enjoy that playthrough like the way I want to and really do every 100% the game because otherwise I'll just like if I try to play it like with 100% it'll be like March or something by the time I beat the (laughs) game and fucking people will be spilling the beans all over the internet I mean it'll probably be March until the game actually comes out but oh no no that's not possible Uh, yeah, no, I've heard a few people say that they just want to like get through the story as quick as possible. And then, yeah, you're one of the guys who, you know, wants to get the platinum trophy for it anyway. So, yeah, so I'll enjoy it, uh, multiple times anyway. But yeah, it just sucks that we're being forced to like play it quickly or else you're, shit could, you're not uh, being forced to do any of this. But this no, is all you're stone doing. I know, but it's also just 13 years of waiting. It's like, <laughs> I can't imagine a spoiler of that. That would just be hor- horrendous. So. Uh, an artist I like a lot, I follow on Twitter, and they're doing the same thing. They're playing through, I think they're on Birth by Sleep right now, and they're just like, why? Why is any of this anything? Like, this is all bad. Like, <laughs> you can see the, like, mental drain it takes on people as they play. It's great. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. It absolutely sucks. All right, but <laughs> don't get into Kingdom Hearts But Arts you're 3. almost there. Yeah. You're almost there. Uh. But anyway, I'm trolling. Uh, But that's it for me, basically. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I did maybe play a little bit of Mario Party, but nothing to really report. That game's great. Um, But maybe we can move into some news before we wrap this one up. Is there anything that's been in the game universe that's been standing out to you? Uh, Let's see here. Oh, uh, not game-related. 
<laughs> right off the bat, I can derail the topic. Uh, Young Justice back, though. And that just reminded me because new episodes came out um, Friday. Remember okay. Friday. They're releasing cool. them in like batches of three on the CW's. Uh, or, no. God, it's like CW, WB, and DC are all the same company, essentially. Just uh, letters. Um, <laughs> DC streaming service. Uh, sorry, I put that in show topics to remind myself. Uh, let's see, though. Gaming-wise, there's a game called uh, Wander Song that I believe came out on, yeah, PC, Steam, or no, PC is Steam, uh, PC, Switch, and I think the other consoles, but I'm not sure, but it's definitely those two. Is that one word or two? One word. Wander okay. Song. And it's like a really cool, really neat game with like different mechanics. The main character's like a bard, and he like sings. This is primarily like mechanic in combat, I guess. And it's kind of like a rhythm game, and it's super colorful and like really interesting. And Steam didn't think it was a real game because all of the reviews about it were so overwhelmingly good when it first came out, like right away. Uh, Steam's like algorithm actually flagged it as a fake product and didn't verify it till like I think maybe two weeks after it came out. Wait, wait, wait. So if something gets overwhelmingly good feedback, the game their algorithm is just like, well, this can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, I think the game was already out. Like everything else, it comes. Out, it came out a little later on PC uh, for the port. And yeah, I think there's some sort of algorithm that just automatically detects how recent the game was published, uh, how quickly it's getting reviews, and like what those reviews are saying. And I think because this game was already out, and a ton of people have either played it already or seen let's plays of it. I watched a little bit of one. It was really cool. Um, people already had a really strong idea of what this is. So when it did finally come out on Steam. They wanted to kind of like help its popularity and like give reviews right away, and it you know boost its like new and newsworthy in Steam. Yeah. Um, and because it was like so many so quick that we're all like ten out of ten. Uh, I think this uh, automatically triggered something in Valve's algorithm or something. So, so Steam will allow any game so unforgivably unforgivably bad. Yeah. But it can't be too good. If your game that's, is too good, that's suspicious. That's what I was trying to get at. It's very confusing to me. It's almost just like, I could understand it if it was the opposite. It's like, everyone's giving it zeros. It's like, well, clearly this is fake be- or something. But like, if it's that good, I would think, I don't know. It, it's got to be something. They're doing something, right? It's that or it's like porn and people... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I, clearly... <laughs> definitely not porn. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I'm sure... There's some back-end thing with that. I'm sure people have just put on uh, a game up to Steam, and it's just real shitty. Uh, and they just get a ton of people or, like, some sort of write some sort of code that automatically generates a bunch of fake reviews. So, you understand why that would be an issue. But the fact that it could catch a game like this, where it just naturally is generating so many good reviews. Right, it uh, looks is funny. legit. Yeah, I don't understand. I guess they got to work on their algorithm. Yeah, I mean, people, people could still buy the game. So, it was just like... Is the first game by that studio, I believe. So it's just kind of like they weren't verified in Steam's system or yet. So it's just like the amount of credibility they have. But people were still able to purchase the game fine. Well, that's so, good. Yeah, yeah, it looks cute as hell. It's really interesting and kind of takes a weird pivot turn about maybe a third of the way through or maybe halfway through. It, it's not even like an end game point. So it's like really interesting. Yeah, you, this one's got my eye. Thanks for pointing it out. Yeah, and I could see it being really fun on the Switch and, like, mobile, because it's, like, Definitely. pretty simplistic controls. 
Uh, what else? Oh, here's all your Kingdom Hearts ramblings. Um, <laughs> Speaking of the Kingdom Hearts rambling, though, I do have to say before uh, we move on, I forgot yeah. to mention Terra's pants. There, it's like <laughs> that's really though. I I feel like to, speaking of like the anti nobody or who they derived from essentially. I feel like Terra is Riku. Then Ventus is uh, Roxas slash Sora, and then Aqua is Kyrie. I'm not really sure if that's a thing, but that's kind of like maybe. I don't know. I don't care but enough. I think to the pants th- gave it away. If that's true, the and pants. like I, I have like a huge spoiler here, and like I turn out to be right, it's all because of the pants. <laughs> Everyone who wears the same thing are the same things. Yeah, the, in Kingdom Hearts logic, that a hundred percent checks out. I mean, it's not like there's any worse logic than that. <laughs> oh, those pants though—they're uh, bad. They're like weird samurai pants. Yeah, he could fucking parachute like off a <laughs> like plane with that. Yeah, it's absurd. Um, what is going on? Oh, Blizzard announced um, the Overwatch character is gay, and it's Soldier 76. So okay. they released a new story, and in the story it talks about like an ex-boyfriend, and a lot of people love it. Some people hate say, it, but uh, yeah, it's the I, internet. Un, it doesn't matter to me, so good on them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> if it makes people of, happy, they're good. <laughs> that's kind of my feeling. Like, There's absolutely no story whatsoever in the actual game. Besides, like, maybe the events they do, and even those are, like, a lot of just, like, one-offs. Like, this character is Frankenstein now. So it's like, all right, it doesn't, you know, it's not canonical. Um, but yeah, it really doesn't contribute at all to the game. So it's weird seeing people so upset about it. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you find yourself upset about it, you should really ask yourself a question, like, why does it make you upset? Like, it, just it calm down. Yeah, it doesn't come in at all. You get a new spray, and it's a, the old picture he was looking at with him and his ex-boyfriend. Um and then I heard some people also saying on the other side of it that because it's not in the game and because it doesn't actually factor into the gameplay at all that you'll actually see in the game, you have to go out of your way to find out that he's gay. And then that's also a problem because it's not good enough representation. So it's just kind of like, all right, like no one's sexuality matters in the game. There's yeah. nothing in it. Like the one character Tracer's got a spray of her girlfriend. Widow uh, Widowmaker's got a spray of her uh, ex-husband before she assassinated him and now soldier's got a spray of his uh, ex and like that's it there's no one's sexuality matters in the game at all so it's just kind of like yeah everyone's uh, killing everyone anyway like when are they yeah. having when's the time for sex <laughs> <laughs> well i know oh, a no. special place on the internet <laughs> well um, <I> know. <laughs> but like it's just it's weird i don't know if it's just people being more vocal on both sides i don't know if it's the internet just uh inflating not inflating causing flame wars over, like, nothing, like, trying to, like, fan the flames of yeah. just people screaming at each other on the internet about really kind of pointless shit, and it's just, everything seems to be getting fueled. Every argument seems to be getting fueled ten times more over recent years. Um, and it's just like, cool. They announced they were going to do more LGBTQ plus characters anyway. Like, we knew this was going to happen. It's cool that it's an older dude. But yeah, it's it not- sounds like they're trying to do something good and people are getting – they're just – they are looking for something to be mad at. So it's like you're kind of grasping at straws like, I don't know, just – I it's, don't know. It You know, if anything, it's good. If anything else, it's small. Like, it's yeah, it's not that big of an impact. So it's like it doesn't warrant this much of an argument. Uh, it's just – I don't know. That bothered me. If, if you see Overwatch popping up in the news recently, that's probably the most relevant thing about it. Okay. So it's just like that's what it is and yeah. It's just weird and dumb. Yeah, well, thanks 
for bringing me up to speed on that because I'm <laughs> completely out of the loop. I know you're uh, really tied in close with the Overwatch community. Oh, no, totally. All that. Thanks a Super close. Oh, God. Um, but also weird controversy. Oh, this one's not even a controversy. This is an actual lawsuit. Like, this is, like, possibly criminal activity. Uh-oh. So, it's dis- dismissive to call it a controversy. Um, but Bungie split with Activision. Oh, shit. I did see that. Whoa. Activision uh, acquires the rights to Destiny. So... Yeah, what um, the hell is going to happen to that franchise? I don't know, because it's not doing great, at least from everyone I know who actually plays Destiny still, or just kind of like, ah. It, it's like me with Overwatch. It's like, I'm already hooked. I, I can't go away now. But like they're not actively enjoying it, it seems like. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something they planned on doing more with. Like It's not just these two games. I think they at least planned a trilogy. And the reason it's more criminal these days, the last like two days after this happened is that Activision is currently under investigation for possibly fraud through this split with Bungie. Oh, shit. So someone at Activision may have committed fraud in some way. Damn, that's looking ugly. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I mean, AJ's the one who plays this game. I think of everyone, he's the only one that's played this game. Uh, So he's more on top of this story than I am, but it's just like, ooh, Uh, I think Whitney plays, yeah. Does she? I think so. Destiny, yeah, for sure. But if, either way, that's just a bummer to hear, and I'm I'm sorry for both of them. Yeah, it's always like the product's always up in the air when it's a partnership, and then the two partners split. But now it's like really up in the air if there's a criminal investigation involved. So it's gonna be interesting to see what falls out of that. Definitely, uh, my show topic isn't uh, relevant at all, and doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's basically from the previous episode. I was talking to you when. You and Whitney and I said, oh, what's that movie? You were talking about, uh, I think, Grease. Yeah, explaining yeah, Grease. And I said, back. yeah, you get the colors back. And it's like The Little Mermaid in this movie that I couldn't put my finger on. But as I was asking my fiance, she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, I, it came Crazy. to me. I was like, Pleasantville. I said it out loud. I'm like, why did that name just come to mind? And I Google it. And it's a movie with Tobey Maguire, Reese Witherspoon, a whole cast of characters. And I was wrong in remembering like the, the plot of the movie, but it's these two kids that get sucked into their tv and now they're part of this like black and white town called pleasantville and like they're just interacting with these people in the tv town and then like bringing color to the world or some shit and it's like so that's where i got confused but yeah i had to throw that out there because i remember i was like oh tweet at us if you if you think you know what it is and none of you did you never do listen to <laughs> tweet at us no. shit <laughs> no shit <laughs> Call Doug just going in hot no just trolling you don't have to tweet at us it's fine uh, yeah, I you as soon as you brought this trailer up, it reminded me of it, and it's just like my immediate thought was, "Fuck, that movie came out in '98." Yeah, oh my what? God, that's just such a hazy memory for me. I definitely saw it as a kid, but couldn't tell you much about it. It's just funny that it exists. God, I love when we come across like weird ass '90s <laughs> movies on our show. It, yeah, it's not like this is like a terrible movie. It's not like oh, this is an amazing movie. It's just like eh, but it's just full of people you know and. I think Whitney was like, didn't this win an Oscar in our Slack? Did it? I think it it could. (laughs) What the hell do I know? (laughs) Yeah, true. Uh, But man, Spider-Man in black and white, it's great. (laughs) It reminded me of like a movie within a movie, like that, uh, what is that, that gangster movie in Home Alone that's not actually a real movie. It reminded me of that. It reminded me of like a movie someone else was already watching in like The Goonies and then, you know, they run out of the room for something. It doesn't seem like a real movie. It seems like it's so f- chock full of stars. It was like, 
ironically famous, but in that movie world, I don't know. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> it's weird. Speaking of movies, though, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, did yeah. Not, did not get to gush about this uh, last episode I was on. Oh, I'm glad you're going to. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear nothing but, like, praise, and people are saying it deserves an Oscar and, like, just many awards. I, what? Why are people saying that without spoiling things? Uh, Well, it just got a Golden Globe for Best Animated of the Year. Oh, it so did? Excellent. that's definitely Excellent. why it's, like, up in the air for, like, Best Oscar. I'm hesitant just because all the Oscar judges are just old fucks who don't understand what things are and hate animated movies, so they just pick whatever their great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren pick, because they're so old and out of touch with society. Um, so I am worried about, like... I mean, I'm not worried about it. It's not like anything will happen if it doesn't get Best Animation Oscar, but, like, I really hope it does, because it absolutely deserves the recognition. Um, so, Into the Spider-Verse, for anyone who doesn't know, it's about the new Ultimate Spider-Man, so there's a, you know, kind of a soft reboot of the Marvel Universe with the Ultimate Universe. So Ultimate Spider-Man was just another retelling of it. Um, but later in the run, th- oh, this is also not spoilers because it was also like 15 years ago. Okay. Uh, Peter Parker dies in the comics. And that's when Miles Morales was created. And uh, he's like the new Ultimate Spider-Man. And that's what this movie's about. It's uh, about Miles getting his powers. And it's, you know, into the Spider-Verse, the multiverse is kind of cracking. And we have multiple Spider-Man coming into two. Uh, Miles' universe, so you see a bunch of different ones, and that's where you see in all the advertisements and trailers and stuff for uh, Spider-Gwen and Spider-Man Noir and Spider-Ham, who's John yeah. Laney. Uh, that's where all these ones are. So it's a multi-universe like crossover, but with Spider-Man. So what's not to love? Um, so it's good because it tells a new origin story that not everyone's sick to death of, and it does the superhero th- movie genre right and it's uh i think it was directed by phil lord i believe it was uh chris miller and phil lord are the guys doing like lego movie 21 22 jump street cloud with chance meatballs uh something else they did got like super popular they're just they're on a hot streak right now nice um so this is the one guy phil lord who like took it upon himself and i think chris miller helped but he's not too involved um and yeah it just the animation is just astounding it's just they do so much with it and they really make it feel like a comic book world they're not trying to base this animation on the real world and be like really accurate there's a moment where uh you know it's in the trailer so it's not a spoiler it's early on but miles like uh, after he gets his powers to start thinking in his head and you see them appearing in uh word bubbles like the comic book and oh, he's, nice. able to, he's able to see them like why can i see my thoughts um and it just like they really play with all of it and they really just go out there for the animation techniques and stuff. And it's just like really, really cool. And it's, it's hard to explain because it is so visual. Like it is something you have to see to really experience. And they tie it all together and the music's really good. Like I generally don't listen to that type of music and I've been listening to the soundtrack like at least once a week since I've seen the movie. Okay. I've I've already seen it three times. So it's just like, it's just so good. And I'm so happy it's getting recognition and I hope it gets more recognition and awards. That way, animation studios can do this. Because it was done by Sony Animation, who, up to a few years ago, might have been filing for bankruptcy, depending on how good, like, the Emoji movie did. I remember us talking about that way back. Yep. So, like, the fact that this is doing good, and for a studio kind of, like, bringing back the, you know, enthusiasm for animated stuff. And I I hope it does well as it deserves. 
because it's just so good. And if you have not seen it, I cannot recommend it enough. All right, I definitely plan on seeing it. Probably missed the boat on seeing it in theaters. But one one question I had is what uh what villain can you anticipate to encounter? Is that like spoiler territory? Uh, I mean it's early on, but I still wouldn't want to spoil it. Okay, fair enough. Um, Absolutely. I was just curious if there's like a a variety of them or if it is a focus on one. I mean, there's definitely one who's like the main antagonist, but yeah, there is a good sampler of a bunch of different villains. So you won't be just bored with like, oh, it's the shocker. Cool. Like this fucking nerd. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you do get like a good variety. And okay, um, fair enough. That's good to know. Yeah. And for anyone who's read like Miles Morales' Ultimate Spider Man, you'll probably have a good guess on what two of the villains are. So very cool. Yeah. I. I look forward to checking that one out, but I guess we can wrap this one up. Um, unless there's any other topics you had. Uh, no, I think that was about it. It's been kind of slow for new or game news. Oh, AG, AGDQ, uh, just ended. Awesome yeah. games done quick. That's right. Matt was telling me about that and telling our listeners to check it out. Yeah, it's incredible. Some of the games they like not only are able to speed run and do do them so quickly and how fast they're able to do them. But a lot of them are, like, newer games. Like, so I tuned in for a bit on, like, a Super Mario Odyssey speedrun. And it's just, like, I can understand people speedrunning the old games, like, Ocarina of Time and, you know, Crash Bandicoot ones. The ones that are, like, kind of janky, too, and you can break it. Uh, so, like, Ocarina of Time, you can beat, I think, in 27 minutes. Because you hit this, like, weird corner of the wall, and then it sends you backwards. And then it goes through a loading screen, and at the uh, when it reloads, it's the end of the game. Like, you're at the final boss fight. Oh, um, shit. So you can just skip the entire game like that. And, like, uh, you can understand it's, you know, the 90s. They're still learning the 3D modeling and stuff. And, you know, Ocarina's pretty janky. As good as yeah. it is, like, you know, mechanics of it can be pretty glitchy. Um, but we got all these, like, new games being done so quickly. And they're, like, pretty polished, like Mario Odyssey and a bunch of other stuff. And, yeah, they're able to just blow through them in, like, under two hours. Which, you know, should have taken them 80 normally. It's very wow. cool. And it's all for a good cause. Yep, definitely. Um... Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in, listener. Uh, let's wrap this one up with some plugs. Where can our listeners find you and your other show, Bren? I am ABTS Brendan on Twitter. My other show is Are We There Yet? W E E B. Yeah, yeah, that's how you spell it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is there an R in there? No, why would there be? Uh, are we there yet? It's uh, are we anime- here? But there they are. We are here. <laughs> there yet. Uh, it's an anime podcast where me and a fellow anime fan try and convince our non-anime friend to watch anime. Uh, don't worry, it's by his choosing. We're not forcing him to do it. Oh, that's um, good to know. Yeah. And I believe this week's episode is... Oh, what did we just watch? I'm already forgetting. Stein's Gate, I believe. Ooh, which was nice. a, a listener's suggestion. And I enjoyed it, but God, that's a fucking slow burn rewatching that. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, uh, Namely Arts. It's an artist who actually drew me with a Pokemon. She did, like, a little raffle recently, and I had to get in there because I love her art a lot and plugged it before. Uh, but she drew me with the Dragonite. So oh, very cool. It, that's on Twitter. And her, her Twitter handle's Namely Arts. N-A-I-M-L-Y Arts. Very cool. Yeah, we'll put that in our show notes And listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, I have been, uh, Twitch streaming, so I finally have, can say I'm not lying anymore. So definitely (laughs) 
uh give us a follow on twitch and look forward to seeing me play more birth by sleep i'm probably going to start all over again so if you missed that on the first <laughs> part uh maybe check this one out it'll be uneasy so hopefully i'll breeze through some shit uh but yeah tell a friend tell a family member uh tell your boss no don't do that um <laughs> please don't tell your boss you'll get fired we'll get uh, fired yeah uh yeah we'll get fired and then the show ends but no it's been fun we'll be back next week thanks for tuning in see you guys see you.